0: A couple of days ago, I put up a podcast recording. I think the title was Staffing Issues Who to Keep and Who to Fire. So today I have an update. Well, it's not really an update, but um, something happened that made me remember that um, the uh, initial recording that I made on the matter. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the first time, when you're done listening to this, you can just um, scroll down a bit, and you'll see the heading "Staffing Issues: Who to Keep, Who to Fire." So, if you listen to that, you're going to get some more um, details about my. Um, you get some more details. You know, the, the the fullest thoughts that I have on this particular topic, about when you should let people go and the kind of people that you should keep on. But the main thesis that I explored in that uh, episode basically was this: that there are some members of staff who I think are invaluable. Because even though they are not part of your sales and marketing team, they seem to take it upon themselves uh, to sell and to promote the business, even though that's not their job. Now, this is my main thesis, that because lots of people don't want to sell and run away from selling, including those people in your organization who you hire to be salespeople or to be marketers or to be promoters or whatever it is that you call them, whenever you have someone that seems to sell effortlessly and the person is doing so, Without asking for extra pay or any other stakes in the business, I think it's a good idea to keep the person or find ways to um bring them on board in much more formal terms uh so that they can be um because they're going to be an invaluable part of your company, especially as the efforts that they um as the efforts that they are putting in are going to compound um over time. So the reason why I made that um episode uh, recording at the time was because of a friend of mine who runs a photography fulfillment center you know they make frames um photo books um stuff like that so I get a lot of my work done there and I went into detail about how he had a fallout with a certain member of his staff who I suspect was responsible for bringing a great deal of um photographers and you know other businesses to um to him, I mean bringing them to this current business um as clientele, because this particular member of staff had worked somewhere else before, and I had noticed his uh manner his way with people um his um, uh what would i say relationship building skills you know that, that that sort of thing and then how when he moved over to this new organization, he was reaching out to people um promoting it, um inviting people to come in to have a look uh things like that. So, um, well, anyway, uh, I advised my friend at the time, um, who owned the fulfillment center that, you know, this is a good chap. Um, yeah, he's paid to be a designer, but actually he's taking on sales functions. And because of that, he's someone that should be kept. Um, within the fold and should try and find ways to entice him to stay over the long term because his chief value is going to be um, the selling and marketing activity that he's doing and not really the designs that um, you're going to be paying him a salary for. So that was my main thesis at the time. And I remembered uh, him, or rather them, and I made that podcast recording because just like I expected, the guy found a job at a new place. And then, of course, he was hitting us up again send me a dm um sorry not a dm send me a whatsapp message and i'm sure he was doing the same thing to other people and the summary the summary of the messages was, was just the same what's up How have you been sorry i haven't been in touch you know i had one or two personal difficulties but i'm back in abuja now this is the new place this is where i am this is what uh this is what we offer these are what the services are like why don't you come in so that we can have a look show you around see what the new inventory is like Now when you run a business and you yourself don't like selling and the people that you have asked to help promote the business, in fact I'm sure your spouse doesn't even like selling at all and doesn't want to get involved in these sorts of things, but you happen to hire someone who has this sort of initiative and this is the kind of drive that the person brings to their job, I actually think it's a bad idea to let that kind of person go. If there are some infractions that uh, serious I think you guys can work it out because I think people like these are uh, um, assets um, over the long term now the reason why I'm making today's um, episode is also because a similar thing uh, happened there was a photographer um, sorry not a photographer a, a, um, what are they called these people that cut hair barbers so there was a um, barber at a salon that I used to go to um, not a bad chap also very entrepreneurial um, and good with customers and stuff like that. So he was in an outfit and they were shutting down and they were moving to a new place. And the way he um, approached me, and I noticed him approaching other people, I just assumed that he was the owner of um, the new outfit where they were moving to because um, him and a bunch of the other people left one salon that had just closed down and so they moved over to another one. So I assumed that he owned the outfit and you know he's a cool guy. To encourage that hustle so um i moved over um i moved over to um to his place and had a good relationship with him for a while but then after a while i noticed that he disappeared and then um it's like things started going to crap at this current um, hair salon and uh, i just left you know me and my boys um went to someplace else to cut our hair because i wasn't happy with the experience that we were uh, receiving there and of course i was shocked because I wondered how would he let um, his own um, establishment um, go like that, let quality uh, fail, uh, let standards fail, you know, cleanliness, uh, and then customer service and then things like that. Well, anyway, um, I was cutting my hair at another place with my boys, and then lo and behold, I run into him, and, you know, we have a brief conversation. Uh, Unfortunately, he had suffered some uh, uh, personal tragedies ending with the death of his mom so that's why he was away for a while and he looked really um, emaciated he had lost a lot of weight lost a really i mean huge amounts of weight and you know he said well things have been rough um his mom had passed and but anyway he was back and so he's currently at this new um, place now i know for sure that he doesn't own this place because i've been cutting my hair there for a while let's say, a couple of months. It's been nine months, ten months, maybe a year. So I know for sure he doesn't own this place. But he's back here. He's in this new place. And the attitude is the same. He's toasting customers. He's talking to people. He's building relationships. He's promoting the place. And he's somebody that has been hired recently. I mean, the people who have been there for the past... Um, year, let's say 10 months, one year that I've been cutting my, my hair, haven't shown the same level of um, enthusiasm, initiative and enterprise in trying to talk to uh, people. Well, there's a sales girl there who handles uh, manicures and pedicures. And yes, yeah, she's been talking to people, um, but not quite like um, this guy. And uh, for me, it was just another reminder of how I really think that people like this, When we do find them are huge assets in our business and we should do whatever we can to keep them. So if you're a wedding photographer and you get a second shooter, remember, he's a second shooter. So you're only paying him to shoot at your weddings, you know, whenever you have a gig and stuff like that. But you notice that this dude is running around, he's talking to people, he's handing out flyers, he's real professional. He's talking up your brand, stuff like that. I really think you should keep that guy as part of your circle have him around, because he's an asset, because you're only paying him the second shoot, you're not paying him to promote, but he's going around and he's promoting, that person is an asset, and I think that person is worth keeping on your team, it's the same thing if you're a wedding planner, or you're selling inverter batteries, so let's say you sell inverter batteries, you hire someone, you just want her to be your receptionist, your front desk person, but you notice that she has a way with clients, she's uh, remembering to follow up on key things, She's nice. She's calling, uh, remembers people's birthdays or talking to pastors by um, inviting them to come in to have a look at new inventory, you know, things like that. She's going above and beyond your initial job description, which was basically sit down here and answer the phone uh, and make uh, make, uh, customers, make walk-ins, make them comfortable. So she's going beyond that and she's taking an active interest in selling. Then I really think that these are people that we have to um, keep on board. Uh, But then again, you know, management, business management is not my thing. Just sales and marketing. So um, just like with the uh, initial guy that I made this recording over, um, the one that was, um, sorry, the first recording, I mean, the one about uh, um, staffing issues, who to keep and then who to let go and then who to keep, uh, I think for them, it was more of a time management thing. Um, The dude was not coming in on time designers are expected to be in the studio by seven this guy was coming in at nine but i really think it's something that can be worked out i don't think that's such a huge infraction because like what i recommended at that time was i think someone like that is worth is uh, is more than worth his pay i think would be okay to say sure no problem you're coming in two hours late uh you can leave one hour later than everybody else or something but anyway summary is let's have a hard think um when we're looking at our, our staff or our subcontractors um, they're not all created uh, equal. So if you're paying someone to do graphic design, but the person is doubling as a marketing staff and he's not asking you for extra money. He's worth keeping around. If you bring someone in as a barber, the person is supposed to cut hair, but he's only cutting hair, he's building relationships with um, uh, with the patrons and he's trying to sell and market and um grow a community and bring people keep people around that person is worth an asset uh those people are rare they're hard to come by so if you have the fortune of running into this kind of person in your business whatever the business is i really think you should do what you can keep the person around i don't know i'm not recommending that you start uh giving them a share in um profits or whatever but folks like this they're rare if you run into them do whatever you can, keep them around, because the chief benefit is going to pay off the longer that they spend with your business and the more the time compounds. So imagine if you're a wedding planner and you have somebody with this kind of um, initiative. Imagine what this kind of person will do for your business if you guys have a good working relationship for, let's say, four years or five years. will make a difference. Okay, anyway, so that's it for today's recording. So thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.